Do okay. you, do, we, do we all want to clap on the count of one on on the count of three as well? Just like double. Yeah, well, there's there'll be delay. That's the only. No, if you want to do it on three, two, one, and then do it on one. On one or on go. On go. Three, two, one, go. <laughs> Close enough. All right, let's go. Let's do this thing. <laughs> Close enough. Okay. I mean, it works for me. I'm not. I'm not too fussed. I'm gonna have my rum, Dr Pepper, and treat myself. I mean, you don't have to edit it. No, I'll go. Right, you ready? Hello, and welcome to the Daft Wednesday podcast. I literally yeah. filming it on a Wednesday in four minutes. I mean, we are filming on a Wednesday, but Wednesday. the last few haven't been uploaded on a Wednesday. Um, I'm George. Yeah, I know. And I'm joined by my co-writer, George. Good day. And our favourite <laughs> editor, Niall. Alright. So, Niall, tell us about the football. Arsenal lost. They did! They did. They honestly, did. He was shambolic. Recent here, so he can't discuss it, but I was there, I'm had a game with him. Um... It wasn't good. When uh, Sheffield United, I almost said Wednesday, Sheffield United dominated them in every in every aspect. They dominated them. No, I think Arsenal. Yeah. Arsenal missed a couple of sitters. To be fair, but other than that, like oh, it was, Pepe, it was Sheffield's game to lose. Didn't um, Nicholas Pepe fall over the ball from about two yards out? Yeah, like he just completely. Like, it was a, sh- a shambles. From, from about as soon as the game started, it looked more like Sheffield would score than Arsenal would. <laughs> and they did. And yeah. they won. And Spurs picked up more points than them this weekend. Yeah, it was, it was awful because of Vendon for the goal. He was on the corner and uh, the ball got put into the box, came off uh, one of the other players, and Jack had completely lost his man. So I think it was Moussa who scored on his first start as well. So fair play to him. Moussa scored and literally, like, like two yards out. <laughs> um, just I mean, this 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 Premier League se- season is all over the place. Yeah. To put, um, to put in perspective, the um highest team with the uh, name United in them in the table is Sheffield United. <laughs> That's brilliant. I think we should hereby uh, just refer to like whenever we say United tonight. We literally mean Sheffield. Yeah. So, um, yeah, from here here on forth for this podcast, United are Sheffield and Manchester United are... Just Manchester. Um, so, George, what is the uh, main topic today? Well, the main topic is slightly... It's not quite as fun, really, as some of our uh, more recent ones. Um there's been a lot of talk about, um, well, there's been a lot of, like, racist uh, incidents within the football community in the last week. We literally filmed our last podcast uh, the day before the Bulgaria game. And, uh, yeah, that had a few incidents in it. So we're going to be talking about that. And we're also going to be talking about... Um, the incident uh, 
during the Harangay Borough FC game and Yeovil Town, which was the fourth round qualifier for the FA Cup, which means whoever won that goes into the first round of the FA Cup. And that game has been suspended and is also being uh, is being replayed again because of um, a racist incident. So we're going to be talking a little bit about those. Um, and then, uh, yeah, um, you may have also seen this week that um, there's been a big push by the Premier League um, with the no room for racism and the kick it out movement. Um, and so the Premier League have changed their usually colourful uh, green and purple badge to uh, just a plain like black and white badge in support of this movement. So you may have seen on uh, Instagram that we've done uh, exactly the same thing uh, as we were inspired by this. And we also sort of support the movement. So that's what we've done this week. And if it's at all possible, um, this podcast logo might also be the same colour. We don't know. Hopefully that works. Um, so yeah, that's that. Um, also this week, we're going to do the Sheffield Wednesday as usual. Uh, I think they had a pretty good week, so we'll get to that in a bit. Um, we're going to look at the Premier League results and the Champions League results. They happened, well, it's now yesterday, so but they happened. Uh, so we might have a, a, little, uh, a little look at them. And then um, Fantasy League update, because we didn't, there was no Fantasy League last week. So there was nothing new. So the points have been updated. So we'll have a little we'll have a little talk about that as well. Um, I'm enjoying that. Just uh, <laughs> it the the uh, gap is closing, and the how much I'm enjoying it is diminishing um, with every point that is gained. So, but we can get to that in a bit. So let's get into the main topic. Um, which, as I've already mentioned, is a rather serious one this week. So, um, racism uh, in football. Um, so, who wants to tell the listeners at home about the England-Bulgaria game? Because I only saw the second half, and obviously all the events were mainly in the first half. Well, George, um, as the member of the Daft Wednesday podcast who watched the... Um... Bulgaria, England game. I saw first, well, not first time, but I saw through the TV what was going on. And it, quite frankly, was disgusting behaviour from the Bulgari- from the Bulgaria fans. Um, Am I right in saying that um, as a result of the uh, actions of the Bulgaria fans, the game was even postponed? There's multiple times where it stopped play for a good, like, you know, three, four minutes. Okay. So they never like they never like walked out or anything, but they they was close to them walking out. And obviously, a lot of footage was... came out afterwards about the full extent of it. So it's close to being abandoned. <clears throat> uh, I think so because I think basically what they kept saying was about how like the FA were going through their different like, um, not the FA, the um, UEFA were going through all the different like protocols they do for racism now. Yeah, they've just introduced uh, a bunch of new ones, haven't they? Which are designed yeah. to um, protect the players and actually put, like, actually reinforce actions for the fans' behaviours. Yeah, so I think it's something like um, when when the first one happened, 
they um played a announcement to the crowd saying obviously like oh you're being racist don't do that otherwise we'll have to postpone the game um and then, then the game paused again i think that's when a lot of the um racist corner of the bulgaria fans left it was after like the second stop um but it was it was a mixture of like monkey noises um racist chants um nazi salutes there's there's plenty of nazi salutes in the crowd there was nazi sim uh there's swastikas plastered everywhere around the stadium um, so it wasn't, it wasn't a great atmosphere. Obviously, there, there was the video of Tyron Mings that came out, where, um, as he was playing, he, the ball went out of play also, and he literally stopped to the, um, linesman and went, do you hear that? Or, can you hear that? In regards, like, the, um, Bulgaria fans chanting racist things about him. See, from what I got in the, the, the second half that I was watching, it's funny, because I, I was sat at home thinking, oh, I really want to watch the England game, and then I remembered, I have a television. So, um... I don't know why I could have watched the first half, but what I got from the second half was that there was just this sort of like underlying tension the entire time about this sort of like yeah because of because of the atmosphere in the first half because the game had been stopped because they had kept having to do the PA announcements and they did remove well I don't know if they removed did they remove people or did the racist they people left. leave they just left they left yeah. Because I think they were still very intolerant, aren't they? Those racists. Yeah. <laughs> you, Imagine you paying that much ticket just to get banned. Being a fucking idiot. I don't understand people that uh, pay all that money to then just go and get themselves banned. It's the same with. Um, it's a bit off topic, but you know, like people that pitch invade, like during the game. Yeah. Like That's you spend all that money, and then you run on the pitch and you get yourself banned. Well, like so the guy it's like. That we can come on to it later. It's like the um, Chelsea fan last year. The um, incident with Chelsea last year with racist fans. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, well, we, um, we, can, we can work our way onto that yeah. in a little while. But I think, um, I think after, after, like, obviously, like, they had all the issues. Afterwards, it sort of, like, it, it sort of came to a point where it was, like, England got fueled by it, if it made sense. Yeah, well, I mean, Rashford scored. And he's been doing pretty uh, well. He had been doing pretty badly for Man United, so obviously that was a a kickstarter. I was I was sort of I was happy to see Sterling score two as well. I mean, yeah. yeah, half of the goals were scored by black players, so sort of I guess hopefully rub some salt in the wound for the the um, the Bulgarian. Since, yeah, and since then the um, coach has resigned for Bulgaria. Oh yeah, he has. Yes, because because um, after the game, he basically came out complaining about that. He basically sort of like undermined the racist tension, and was complaining about like the um officials pausing the game so much, and saying about how like he didn't allow their players to get into a rhythm as easily. Oh yeah, because um, they lost six nil. They were definitely going to get into some rhythm. Yeah, and he was basically about how like. He didn't. He didn't see what the issue was. It was unfair on Bulgaria, which obviously he got a lot of backlash. Yeah, from. of course he would. Yeah, that, that's that's unacceptable as well. Like, you don't. You, he's basically saying that what they did was, in a in a way, he was basically saying that he, 
Well, he was basically turning a blind eye and ignoring it rather than saying, like, it was okay. Yeah. But he was basically almost, like, saying that it didn't happen <clears throat> and he didn't understand what they were doing. So, yeah, no, he... he... You, you even had the, um, the captain for Bulgaria went over to the, the crowd and started, like, pleading with the fans, like, you know, stop doing what you're doing because it's going it's to oh, negatively right. affect the team when you wait yeah. for sanction, um, like, fines and stuff. Yeah, I saw the, the photo for that as well. To actually, um, yeah, I saw, saw a photo of like, him going over and trying to, you know, calm it down. It it wasn't um, it wasn't a great atmosphere, um, to be fair. So, yeah, that was that was quite horrible. And then, um, I guess the other event that's happened this week, which I sort of mentioned in the intro, was the um, Harangay Borough FC um, played um, Yeovil Town. So Yeovil were visiting, um, they were playing at Harangay, um, which if you don't know anything about Harangay, I think they're in, I think they're in the sixth tier of English football. Um, it might be the seventh, (coughs) don't completely quote me. They're not, they're not in the conference league, I know that much. Yeah, so even Um, even compared to Yeovil, they're a, a small team. Yeah, they're a lot like, they're, um... They're about seven minutes by car um, away from the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. Of so they're in. You know that. Of course, I know that. <laughs> well, they're in. So obviously, they're they're in the area of Tottenham, which is quite an ethnically diverse area. Let's say. Most um, London is. To be fair. Yeah. Well, obviously, yeah, the whole of London is, but that like specific area has um, a very obviously it has a very high Jewish population. And it also has quite a high black population as well. Um, and so during that game, um, I mean, Yeovil did score. So they were 1-0 up. Um, but the fans were chanting racist stuff at the players. And so the uh, Haringey manager decided to pull his players off the pitch. And to be fair, the Yeovil manager um, supported him and he pulled his players off the pitch as well. Yeah. So, um, like, even though they were winning, they they were like, no, that's not acceptable from our fans. They couldn't sort the fans out. Um, The Harrogate manager did say that the, like, he, he basically said that like the Yeovil Football Club were fantastic at supporting, like at supporting him. He said the manager was fantastic. He said the ref was rubbish because um, the ref couldn't deal with the fans, and then he couldn't guarantee their safety, which is why it's been suspended. Yeah. And then, um, yeah. So. I think more. Uh, oh, gone. Well, he said he said that nothing like that has ever happened to him before. Um, so obviously, like, yeah. Whilst it's not, it's 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 one of these things that's a bit like it's a bit out of the. It's a bit yeah. It's it's just it's funny that it's sort of come. They've all sort of come at the same time. If that makes sense. One not me about it was after the Bulgaria game. You had a lot of like English fans, sort of like get up on their high horse and be like, oh, "Good job, we're not that racist." Look at the Bulgaria fans discussing it, which, <laughs> which it was. But you had, you had so many English fans 
and like get on, get on a bit of a high horse about it, like we're not racist. Yeah. And then literally not even like a week later, you have this incident. Yeah. And like right, right, I think I think people in England, like English fans, sort of undermined how much racism there is in this country, uh, in football. Like you see this is... clubs like Chelsea and Millwall all the time. Yeah, well, this is why they have to have the the kick it out and no room for racism campaign, um, because yeah, you get fans from all clubs that are um, that are racist, and obviously, like yeah, like you said, Chelsea and Millwall, they seem to get they obviously get a lot of um, a lot of the stick. The joke that I always see is that um, Chelsea fans don't realise. Well, it's like it's funny that Chelsea fans are racist, yet they don't realise that their best ever player was black. Yeah. Like, it's that sort of... It's that mentality, like, they're doing a job for you, you don't, ma- you don't mind. Yeah, it's, it's exactly like, that. It's, it's, um, it's like exactly that. What, um, Carragher came out to say the other night. Like, I think he came out and said it last night. Because um, they, they had Patrice Evra on the um, uh, Monday Night Football. Oh, yeah. And they were discussing, obviously, with some of the racist stuff that was going on, they were discussing um, when Suarez is racist towards Evra. Uh huh. And Carragher says, like, if he could go back, he wouldn't have, oh, he wouldn't have done what he'd done then, because, like, I think as a part of, like, because Suarez got banned, didn't he? For the racist comments yeah, yeah. towards Evra. He got, I think it was an eight match ban. Yeah, and, um. It was an eight match ban in 2011. Yeah. Thank you, Statman Noir. Um. Um, and I think afterwards, as a response, like in the next game, they all came out like wearing shirts in support of Suarez about what he'd done. Yeah. And Carragher came out afterwards and basically, Carragher came out last night and said if he could go back, he wouldn't have done it the same way. Because what they did was, was bored. it wasn't racist, but it was borderline supporting racism. Is that um, supporting a racist? Is yeah, that because he's, they he's, didn't believe? What Suarez had done. It's all that, but it's also the comradeship. Okay. Of like supporting your teammate, and obviously, obviously at the time Suarez was their best player. Yeah, yeah. Um, but you said like if if you could go back, you wouldn't have done that because it was it was stupid of them to all come out and support of someone who was racist. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, I don't think they had to do anything. Yeah, I mean, I mean, the thing is, as with... in, like, you could you could get away with not saying anything at all. Like, don't come out supporting him. Yeah. Don't go out condemning him. That's the complete. Stay quite a bit quiet racist. Like we have a racist out there. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're a Chelsea yeah. fan. Ooh. Then you're very verbally racist. Do you have can some. We just, can I just say at this point that although certain clubs do have um, a uh, reputation as being racist, like um, Chelsea, uh, Ryan is not a, a racist. Bit... Yeah, Ryan's not no, racist. Ryan's not racist. It's, what I was, well, yeah, was going to say was, <laughs> Sorry. Uh, as well as, you know, he gives your club a bad reputation, he gives your other fans a bad reputation, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. It's just, it's ridiculous. It's because, obviously, yeah, obvious. I mean, obviously, when like, we're talking about, when I'm talking about Yeovil fans, I'm talking about a very select group. And when you're talking about Bulgaria fans, it's a very select, like, not every Bulgaria fan in that stadium was causing a problem. But now Bulgaria has this reputation because it's the first time that that UEFA protocol was used. 
that actually stop the game to deliver a message and like there was the risk of abandonment in that game and then obviously you've had the Harangay game be abandoned as well yeah and it does it just gives it gives the whole club and all of the fans yeah like you're like you said not a bar <coughs> reputation when it, it well, it's, it's, it's it, not even like it's not always just the fans like you obviously had the incident the other week with um Bernardo Silva as well um but obviously he shared that racist tweet on Twitter. I'm not sure you saw it. What was it? I didn't, I didn't see that. I didn't see it. He, um, he shared a, a picture of Benjamin Mendy. Um, and it was like Benjamin Mendy next to some... It's like Portuguese or... Um, like Belgian or whatever, like um, food mascot. But it's very clear, like it's all brown, big red lips. Oh, Very, okay. very like... Dodgily racist. Yeah, yeah, okay. Um, like probably like blackface sort of thing. And oh, like a minstrel show sort of thing. Yeah, and he shared a picture of oh. Benjamin Mendy as a child and the minstrel image next to each other, and per tweet, uh, per tweet, I'll go and guess who? Question mark laughing faces. Ah, uh, okay. Um, which that was really bad. But like, what what was even worse is like he did this, but then City didn't really give like a negative response to it. Like City didn't come out and go, yeah, we admit well, Silver did was pretty bad. A lot of it was a lot of what came out from City was in defence of Silver. Like like a lot of it was just like, oh it's just banter between mates. Um I think I, I think that's what Pep might have said. Um Well, it might well have been banter between mates, but of course when you take it to um a racist level then once it's in public Yeah. It's, it's it's not no, it's not great doing mates, is it? it's not great doing it anyway, but I guess at least if you're doing it outside the public eye to each other, it's a bit more like this is a clearly but joke between us. If Whereas you sent it to it, him on WhatsApp, for example, yeah, then you know Benjamin Mendy can take that his own. You know, if it is banter between mates, then Benjamin Mendy can choose to. You know, either find it funny or, you know, if he has a problem with it, then that's fine. But now, because, yeah, they've, they've basically plastered it all over social media, there's now, I mean, screenshots of it. Um, yeah, well, yeah, it has a negative even, impact. Um, even Sterling was coming out and saying it was just banter between mates, which that's a bit... I don't even want to like Sterling. Sterling does do a lot of, like, the racism culture in the country. Obviously, he... Basically, like the main person behind the kick it out campaigns, mm-hmm. but it's it's not even great from Sterling to coming out and saying it. No, it sort of hurts it really. Yeah, like, we're trying to trying to make football a better place, because um, it, it it it's supposed to be a sport that um, everyone can get involved in, everyone can play, and everyone can enjoy. So. You know, Pete. Like at the end of the day, these are people like football players. I mean, whether you think they get overpaid or not, these their jobs, right? No yeah. one wants to get abused at work. We don't. We don't tolerate it. Um, if you're working at Tesco's, for example, right? Like <coughs> that. You like you know that customer gets dealt with. It gets yeah. No, so just yeah, because management, management you've got. Out. 
yeah, exactly. So just because you're a paying spectator, it doesn't give you any extra right. Like, you know, yeah. Ev- Other supermarkets are available to go and be racist at. <laughs> Fuck's-, <laughs> Fuck's sake. <laughs> Thanks, Niall. Thanks for the update, Niall. Back yeah, to George's also- studio. There's also Sainsbury's, Morrison's, and Asda. <sighs> Don't recommend Little. Oh, M&S. M&S is a good one. Um, Maybe Asda. Oh, Asda's where all the rich people go. M&S? Oh, or, M&S. If you're, or if you're upper class like Nile, you just get it ordered on a car, day. That's basically Waitrose. <laughs> it's basically Waitrose. No, Mercado's is posher than Waitrose. I thought Mercado's was the, the next one up. For what? Avon Mikado is supposed to be the, the one up for my choice. Uh, Ocado. Oh, I don't know. Oh. God, you're so working class. Tune in next week for the uh, the classism. I mean, I could do. I honestly, I have the a whole history of um, that sort of thing. I literally did it as a as a module. So I have some. I have some basic knowledge on classism i mean like i was saying with right, this like with the but like i was trying to say with the <laughs> like i was trying to say with the thing about how football is for everyone it's traditionally a working class sport so did you finish <clears throat> your point about um everyday jobs uh, it's not okay in any football uh you're saying about the no. supermarket if it's unacceptable at somewhere like Tesco's, or as Niles pointed out, a majority of other supermarkets, um, why is it acceptable in in a in a football stadium? Because these are people's jobs, and obviously other people are there also trying to enjoy it. I mean, again, I'll go back to Tesco's. If you... so, imagine you're in Tesco's, right, and you're in the frozen section, and you're buying you some really pizza, right, and then there's a customer, another customer, he stood there and he starts shouting abuse at the the um the guy that's like restocking the, the shelves. Customer assistant. Customer assistant, thank you very much. Right. That's not an enjoyable shopping experience, right? Correct. Not for you. Not for the person there, because that's a obviously a horrible situation to be put in. Um Again, it's the exact same thing as when you're at football ground. You have, uh, you you don't want to be sat in the crowd. Like imagine you brought your kids to the game. You know, it's their first game at. Um, I don't know. I don't know why you'd want to take. I was gonna say the Emirates. I don't know why you want to take your kids to the Emirates. Um, moment. No, definitely not at the moment. Um, <laughs> Okay, imagine imagine that you've taken them to see England versus whoever they're playing next at Wembley, right? And it's their first game at Wembley. It's the first time they're seeing England. It's their first football game. And then you're stood next to some guy who is a racist or the other the other crowd starts chanting racist stuff and then you have to explain to your four-year-old daughter, like, oh, what does that word mean, Dad? And it's like, you can't say that. You can't say that. And it's it's just not like it's just not a good message for young people and it's not an enjoyable scenario. I don't really know where I was going with this point. 
but it's all bad. Is what I'm trying to say. Racism is bad. Racism is very bad, and I don't understand. Maybe I. Maybe it's because um, we're the young generation, and really we just we just love football, which is why we've made this Instagram page in the first place, which is why we make these podcasts, and we just don't understand people that want to ruin it for other people and the players and it's just it's just not it's just not good like it's bad like this i know this is very a very basic argument it's not good yeah, well i it's mean that, bad, that's but... the thing though is, is that, you know um some people would say coming onto a podcast and like making a bit about you know oh racism's bad well yeah that's very obvious racism's bad why are we doing it is it to make us look good well it's because it's still happening and it's ridiculous exactly that that's still happening it's the 21st century we're going into the third decade of this century you'd have thought we'd have learned by now you'd have thought that we'd have grown up and obviously there is this you look back at history and there is this underlying sort of like history of racism and it's not everyone it isn't everyone that's the thing you have to remember but it's the fact that there are people that still do it and that's why events like this should be talked about this isn't this like you said this isn't a case of trying to make ourselves look good this is a case of talking about the tough points and making sure that people know about them and make sure they're not ignored. And hopefully that once people know about stuff and once people know why why it's bad, why it shouldn't be done, then we can learn, well, people can learn from their mistakes, from themselves. And that's when you get changed. That's when you make progress. Yeah, I think you still we you know it's it's good that the uh, is it just the Premier League who's doing this this week? Um, yeah, it's just the Premier League that's done it. I haven't I haven't seen. I don't. I mean, maybe other nations have done it this week. I, it's I've not. Just, it's just not just. Uh, it's not just white people racist. There's um you know examples from like Mexico back in the day and probably other countries now as well um it's not it's not always white against black there's no, of course not. every single combination i mean white people probably don't get that makes that much stick from it because let's be honest we run everything but let's start off as a really good point um but yeah it's uh it's everything it's the fact that uh, yeah, you also have to difference. remember that it's not just white people being racist to black people. It's a it's a like. I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't really have any examples here, but I mean, in theory, a black person could be racist to a white person. No, but uh, no, I don't have any examples of that. But yes, that is true. So. Um, I mean, that's also like this is like I'm going with your your sort of Mexico there's point. So is many that there's like yeah, there's so many different ethnicities around the world. I mean, if you, if you look at the MLS in the MLS, there's a there's um they have a large majority of Mexican players 
obviously given the fact that they're border they're bordered to that country right and obviously mexicans in general are still treated quite poorly within the usa um but that's a different topic i'm not going to get all political but in football they're still so targeted so so it's it's so many different combinations. Football's such a global phenomenon and racism is universal. So the fight still needs to be fought in a small way that you can. Yeah, and hopefully a movement such as Kick It Out and their No Room for Racism is a good sort of basis to come off in order to try to, you know, fight this fight and get rid of it and eradicate it from our sport i'm back sorry about that hi back i'm george did you mention rio ferdinand ashley colfing no, you can do that if you want well um back in 2011 uh there was a game between qpr and chelsea and allegedly john terry was racist towards anton ferdinand during the game and called him a he's what well, he says a fucking black that's yes. not that's not that's okay for me to say anything. Yes. That is okay for you to say. That's not okay for him to say. Yeah, because I'm not calling anyone it. Which then got taken like a big tribunal between um, the two players. Um, and later on, it was found that... I think, I think Ashley Cole was brought in in support of, Ch- of John Terry. Um, obviously, to be like, sort of like... Because Ashley Cole is, you know, black. He was sort of supposed to be like... Is, is he's not old? that racist. Is it the old, I have a black friend, so I can't be racist argument? Yeah, sort of thing. But then later on, if, if um, it was revealed, I think Rio Ferdinand had later called... um, I don't know, it wasn't even like later revealed, it was literally on Twitter. Rio Ferdinand called Ashley Cole, Chalk Ice. Oh, for Referring to the black... To refer inside the idea that he's black on the outside, but white on the inside. Yeah. Um, oh, my... But, but then, obviously, I understand why, but obviously that wouldn't get the same sort of, like, reaction from the media. Mm-hmm. To be fair, a lot, I'm reading through a lot of these, and a lot of these are just, just... It's London clubs, a lot of them, disappointingly. Yeah, that doesn't doesn't surprise me. But yeah, you have all the issues at Chelsea. There's a couple of times West Ham have popped up, like, being anti-Semitic, or saying racist things. Is yeah, that but, um, at Tottenham? Yeah, Given the anti-Semitic ones are... Tottenham because because of like, the rivalry and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, you had the example of last year or last season when a Tottenham fan was fined for throwing a um banana skin at Aubameyang. Yeah, obviously that's that's. I think he got a ban as well, which is rightfully so. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I, also... I I don't want like I I don't, I mean I'm sure you agree with me, George, but like like I don't want my own. I don't care if you support. The same team as me. If you're racist, get out. Yeah, I've I've literally seen it at West Ham. I've I've seen people go up and I've I've seen it once and a bloke go up and shout to the N word. I mean, it was, it was like "run you." N word. Um, and I was like, really? Like, especially especially this was this was only like last season. So he was like, "Are you are you really risking doing that?" Especially when like there's obviously been all these issues at Chelsea and Spurs. Having, did he you, get caught? I don't. I never heard anything about it afterwards. No, he probably and got away with it. 
Hey, I think I would have seen it on like the West Ham pages if someone had been banned. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, you also had like um, Palace last year. You had the uh, Wayne Hennessy situation. Oh, yes. When, um... Well, no, did you ever hear about that? I don't think so. Basically, so the Crystal Palace... Well, tell me what it is. Basically, the Crystal Palace keeper, um, the, the Palace all went out on, like, a team mill, I think, after winning a um, FA Cup game against Grims- Grimsby. Um, and in the back of the picture, um, you can see Wayne Hennessy, who's the, the um, club goalkeeper, stick his hand up, and then his other hand over his mouth. It was basically yeah, he was doing a uh, Nazi salute, and, and then the, it's because as well the picture the mustache. Yeah, and it was, it was a bit dodgy because the fact the picture was being taken by Max Meyer, who is a German teammate. He, um, I think Hennessy said something in his defence along the lines of he was pointing um, at the to, waiter or something. Yeah, and at the same time he was cupping his mouth so that he could be heard. Which is just such a shit defense. Like it, it's so obvious what he's doing. Like how you think you can get away with that? He obviously realised that it was unacceptable behaviour. I mean, got I guess. Well. Yeah. He well. If he did, then he deserved it, and if he didn't, then why not? Because he deserves one. Yeah. Well, I'm pretty sure he did, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure. Um, it doesn't, doesn't it does say anything here, but it does. I'm assuming he would have been given a um, ban or at least like a fine from the club for it. Yeah, because again, like just like stuff like that is just unacceptable behaviour, and it just like it's like we've not like like I've said it ruins it for everyone. So yeah, I guess the thing as well. I don't want to go back to him. Obviously, there are two main culprits. All of this. I mean, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to upset any um, specific fan bases. Like, it's a like, like Nar said, it, it's a universal problem, but it's not, it's not solely related to certain people. It's not like if you kick out all of these people, then the problem. Or, I mean, the other thing is like, if you kick them out of the ground, that doesn't actually solve the problem of racism. No, because other people you're just do sweeping it. it under the carpet. You basically are taking them out of the football ground, and you're just putting them. What was I going to say on the streets? But you know what I mean. Like, yeah, that doesn't that doesn't re-educate them. It doesn't change their views. They're still going to have the same views. They're still going to do the same things. They just now can't do it in a football stadium. So we talked about yeah you're not changing anyone's mind exactly I think, I think what annoys me the most when you get fans who don't admit like they have other racist fans that really annoys me when it happens yeah and like I was saying earlier it makes them look bad so why would they not want to also condemn them rather than deny their existence I was going to Spurs after the um, Aubameyang situation last year with Spurs I saw obviously you didn't you, you were like that's wrong but I saw multiple Spurs fans be like it wasn't that bad I was like, well, no, it's, it's, it's still bad. You shouldn't be doing it. it. It's obvious what he was insinuating. That's the point. Like, it it's an obvious, like, racial gesture. It's obviously there to offend the player. Yeah, yeah it's wrong. It shouldn't. It it shouldn't be happening. He deserves the band. He deserve and he deserves to never. 
go to a Premier League game of football again because it's just well, unacceptable. Oh, well, you end up again. You end up getting like those dinosaurs who go to the games who are like, you know, pro Brexit or oh, let's get out of the EU. And as one of these incidents will happen, they'll go, it's not that bad. Would have been worse back in my day. Yes, it doesn't I matter. Feel like you're going to go on a Roy day. Keane rant here. Yeah, no, I don't like Roy Keane, but he's one of those <laughs> rants. It was like it's like what John Barnes said. Like John Barnes basically said um, about how he doesn't understand why um people have so many issues now because it's not as bad when he was playing. Like, I mean, it, wasn't, he... it wasn't as bad as when he was playing. Like back then, obviously, it was a lot worse. You'd have bananas yeah. regularly, like basically every game. But. You shouldn't be like, um, like minimizing the impact it has on players now just because it was worse to you when you played. It, exactly, because it's still a, it's still a. Well, it, it it's a problem now, and it was a, it was still a problem back then. It's just it was not dealt with. You didn't have the the movements that we have now. We didn't have the, I mean, a lot of it's social media. Like the fact, like you said earlier, Sterling, and you have people that talk out on social media about all of these like issues and it you know people are a lot more aware now and more is being done to deal with it and that's the thing that needs to be remembered is that you know it was still bad then it's still bad now it's not that it's not something that's been it's not it hasn't disappeared that's why we're having this whole conversation like it yeah it's still an issue do we have any more the same issue. I think they're the the main factors, especially or the main incidents, even like in recent years. So, hopefully, there aren't too many more. Uh, hopefully, there aren't any more. I should say, um, and hopefully, um, UEFA, the FA, Premier League, moving forward can deal with these situations. And- stop it happening yeah it's just, it's just good to see positive steps being taken yeah. so um moving on what we are we going to discuss the um the sheffield wednesday oh there's to... quite a good result there am i right saying that there's two results yeah we've played two games um since we last spoke about it um the first was on friday which was a, a draw against cardiff shitty <laughs> Oh, second best team in Wales. Good one. They were in the Premier League last season. When was last? Season? Yeah, we're having a bad, we're having a, a bad time, aren't we? Yeah, they're down in thirteenth place in the Championship at the moment. Just obviously, just after being relegated. Yeah. Um, they probably won't be going back up. I think I think this is supposed to be Neil Warnock's last season. In um, they weren't. I football. mean, they weren't really favourites to go up the season. They did. I think they were predicted ninth or something. So they really outperformed themselves, which obviously showed. In the in the league, so but yeah, that's what no, Neil good... does. Yeah, he manages to make teams out of form. I mean, it was a late. Did we not post that meme? Yeah, we did in the end about the uh, woman threw away her season ticket. Yeah. Oh yeah. Personal, to sum it up, Cardiff's football. Well, not Cardiff. Neil Warnock's football is a, is effective at what it's supposed to. Do. So it's supposed to get teams promoted, and then you hope it's enough to keep you up. Only issue is it's boring to watch. Mm-hmm. Like it's, yeah. it is awful football, but it does a job. So I mean, he's, he's... This is, right. oh. it's like um, with the Man United fans a few seasons ago. 
who were complaining about Mourinho's defensive tactics, but it was getting them results. Does, I mean, the difference is Mourinho's, Mourinho's a lot higher standard, though, than Neil Warnock. Well, yeah. I can't believe I compared the special one to Neil Warnock. <laughs> Man has won two Champions Leagues. <laughs> Neil Warnock. <laughs> Sorry, Jose. <laughs> Sorry. If you're listening, which you're probably not, thank God. There, there You're definitely ways better to... than Neil Warnock. There are a couple of ways to play that sort of football quite well, though. Like, like Atletico Madrid play that football, basically, but they, they play it in a way that, because they have, like, exciting players, it can still look nice. Uh-huh. Like, with your, having, like, a Griezmann in your team, I know he's not there now, but, like, having a Griezmann in your team makes that sort of football look nicer. Yeah, yeah. Compared to, like, an Ashley Barnes at um, Burnley. I mean, um... Cardiff did actually get lucky against Sheffield Wednesday, to be fair. They scored in the 87th minute to equalise. So, Sheffield Wednesday nearly picked up... Well, they dropped two points on that occasion, so they nearly picked up all three, but they didn't. Um, yeah, so if, if, if we won that one, we'd currently be in second. But where are you at the moment? I'm not, I'm not complaining, because in the last week, we also beat... Uh, yesterday, we beat Stoke. One nil. Another sort of like. Bottom, they are in twenty third, yeah, but we've gone from eighth to third. And they're since in the last check. In the playoffs. So we're currently in the playoffs. And as it stands, I mean, it's all pretty tight. Yes. As it stands as well, the only team around that area, or the only teams around there, um, who still have to play on Forest, Bristol, and Charlton. They're the only teams that can play and overtake you. Interesting. But Sheffield will still but, be up there, probably. At least fifth or... Wait, what's the lowest they can the, drop the to? Most they can, the most they can drop to, to a sixth. So they'll still be in the playoff places by the, the end of this game week. So it's looking good for... Uh, um, well, hopefully a trip to Wembley. Yeah, so... Um, to put it this way, like Forest can go second, uh, Charlton can go joint second, and Bristol could go joint third, or joint third slash fourth with Sheffield and QPR. Mm-hmm. It's some interesting teams so in, uh, at the moment, to be fair. In um, in personal Sheffield Wednesday news, I've bought my first Sheffield Wednesday merch that wasn't bought for me by you, George. Did you actually? Oh yeah, fuck! Uh, I just cute. posted it in the chat. That is some swaggy merchandise. Suddenly, raincoat and uh, got a pretty cool Sheffield Wednesday one. I like how the um, the owls go down the arms. The owls do go all the way down the arms. Little owls. It's the the uh, it's a slightly old logo now. We've gone back to the original logo mm-hmm. of a, a portly jaw now on a branch. The Sheffield Wednesday logo is nice. I prefer that one. The new one. The other one that's on my. That's what, that's what I meant. I prefer that. <clears throat> but I quite like minimalist things. But um, but yeah, I bought that quite cheap and uh, look forward to wearing it in this fucking rainy weather. Yeah, and hopefully not getting too wet. <laughs> well. Hopefully not getting jumped by any uh, Sheffield United or Leeds fans. I think you'll be alright. I think I'm just going to use it to walk on like the Yorkshire Moors or something. <laughs> it, w- it would be interesting next year if both Sheffield clubs are back in the Premier League. The old, the old Sheffield, Sheffield like Derby. City. Yeah, still City I mean, Derby. The what? 
Steel City one. We had a little oh, yeah. fan, you know, you're on our post about how, um, one of the biggest derbies in England. Yes. We had a lot of fans suggesting the Steel City one. Yeah, there was, mm-hmm. um, what did, what did we say that the top, what was that post that said the top in, three were? It was, um, yeah, I think it was the, um, Rangers Celtic one. Yes. West Ham, um, they were all. Okay. And then it and was, then um, Blues versus uh, Birmingham. Yeah. But then I said, I said in the caption about how I thought the North London derby should have been there instead of Blues versus Villa. Uh-huh. It's, I mean, someone put, like, it has become very touristy at times. Yeah, people didn't but like it is, suggestion. it is still, I think, a big derby. I mean, I think, obviously, I'm saying that because I support one of the teams in it. And I'm sure Reese would say it's a big derby as well. Um Again, because he supports the other team that's in it. So, I'd say, I I'd, I'd say the reason why I put them in there was the fact that, like, compared to a lot of the other derbies, obviously it, it happens. It's happened every year for, yeah, for almost like eighty, ninety years now. Yeah. Um. It's it's consistent. It happens. It yeah. Because obviously stuff like uh, Villa Birmingham doesn't happen every year because teams end up in different leagues or whatever. Yeah, and even West Ham Hill has not been played in seven years, I think. Seven yeah, exactly. Years. Whereas um, there's at least, there's always at least two North London derbies. Normally three, actually. We seem to always end up drawing them in the Carabao or the FA Cup at, so, like, at least every other end. season or every third season. So, yeah. Um, yeah, it happens a lot. And there's always high tensions neither side wants to lose because there's obviously that fact that you know yeah no, there's there's always that tension I think, the, I think my argument as well is that like the football involved is nicer than a lot of the other ones as well like, like Northland Derby as a, as a neutral I look forward to it because it's good football on the whole like you know you're going to watch a good game it's not like watching I don't know Villa versus Birmingham where like the football's alright but it's not Amazing. I mean, like those, those sort of derbies are more so. I, I prefer it more for like the atmosphere. They're also the ones that. I mean, the atmosphere is great, but it's also. So, like, in recent years, um, and I can happily say this without Reese jumping down my throat, Tottenham have been the better team. Yet, Arsenal always turn up for that game. Although, so like, on behalf of um, Reese, 4,260. <laughs> and the response. That was Harry doing making quiet. I don't. I don't see why you're doing it. Like you're not. When Reece. Reece asked me to, when, when Reese came in, he asked me to do it. Um, I don't really care because West Ham haven't won a trophy since the eighties. So I'm, I'm, I don't want to say it from the West Ham perspective. I'm saying it from the Arsenal perspective. Right. Okay. So, so now you're going to just quietly back into a corner before we attack you for West Ham's trophy cabinet. It's better than Sheffield Wednesday. Actually, no, it's not better than Sheffield Wednesdays. No, it's not. We already determined even, that. Even they've won a trophy more recently than West Ham. Yeah, exactly. So just shut up, back up into your little corner. And, your little uh, room. Your little room, your little corner. <laughs> I'll ask you, mate. That's what West Ham and fans do. C- come on, then. I know where you live. Yeah, right, anyway, moving on. <laughs> moving on to the results. Anyway, uh, we've covered the Wednesday results. Are we going to cover the rest of the championship? 
Probably he's going to leave it. No. West Brom drew today, to be fair, and Leeds both drew. So I guess that opens up a little bit because they were the top two teams. No. We're not going to talk about it. Um, it was, it was fucking interesting. Honestly, championship is well interesting. I know you don't care because you're a pristine top six club. So you look uh, down I at mean, the championship. I mean, I wouldn't say pristine top six club. I mean, no, we no, managed to pick mean. up you know I mean. a point against Watford. I mean, it was more points than West Ham picked up against Everton. Yeah, let's not talk about that. We were fucking shit. No, 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 no. We're talking about this that. This is the results section. This is the results section. Yeah, we. I won't lie. I won't, I won't be around the bush and be like, oh, it was a close game. We were fucking slapped up. By a pretty poor Everton side as well, really. They were. Yeah. They got that. That win got them out of relegation. We we just yeah, we just never turned up. We were looking forward to that, weren't we, George? Yeah. Because uh, I'm <laughs> pretending to support Everton and you're supporting uh, West Ham there, as you, you do. Um, it says a lot when like our, our arguably our best player on the pitch was the keeper, who literally made a mistake for the first goal. <laughs> it says a lot when he was the best goal. player. That no, he didn't make a mistake goal. for the second goal. No, the second goal was fucking. The Gertsen man. If it wasn't, it wasn't the other team. That would have been an amazing goal. However, because it was them scoring against us, it was like... It was one of those ones, like, you know when they're scoring, you go, I can't be angry at it because it's so good. I, 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 honestly, I still wish he was at Spurs, but never mind. I mean, he'd be a um, good replacement for Ericsson. He would. Well, I mean, he was fantastic when Ericsson was there. I didn't want him to leave, but he did, so... Um, I mean, I guess also the other team then that uh, Spurs picked up more than uh, more points than is Arsenal. Because, I mean, I just love talking about Arsenal losing. I mean, it was, like, like I covered at the start of the podcast, it was poor. Yeah. Um, I'm not worried. What, what, worried for who? Arsenal? West Ham. No, West Ham, because we play Sheffield next week. <laughs> oh. I'm not worried. The one thing I'm hoping yeah, is that the rivalry. Yeah, you up again. I'm hoping that the, the us losing to Everton, the rivalry will help us, like, you know, sort of like kick us up the arse a bit. Yeah, you're um, hoping. That's what I'm hoping. Uh, um, Leicester also then picking up three points. City picked up three points. Chelsea did, didn't they? Uh, yeah. yeah, Chelsea got a one 0 win over Newcastle. I yeah, think that... Newcastle are a tougher opponent, you know, than people give them uh, credit for. Because I know they're in the relegation zone, but they have really like given some teams some real issues this year. They're, they're like a they're in that sort of mode of like burning Sheffield, except I don't think they have the quality to be that good. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like they're, they're the sort of team will sit back, soak up chances, and hopefully nick a goal. Actually, I say that they didn't have a shot on target against uh, Chelsea. Yeah, so... the, the issue is. Their only real creative player is um, Alan, Sex- Alan St. Maximan. Mm-hmm. Well, the problem is he plays on the wing, so like, unless he's going to pick up the ball and start dribbling through the whole of, all, like the whole team from the midfield to the attack, he doesn't. he's not going to help that much. Yeah. He, he needs a player in the midfield to help him. The, 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 I, I don't know if they'll go down, because I feel like... The problem is I don't know if they're bright in Southampton... Because Brighton this year have been playing like better football, but obviously there's not getting the results like they did last year. 
yeah, they've they've they have played better football. Uh, I mean, Watford look. I, Watford are probably going. Let's be honest. Um, yeah. Norwich probably will. That's a sh- I mean Norwich. That's a shame because like they looked like they were doing so well, and obviously like it's when really we did nice our um, <laughs> yeah, oh, so I mean like when we obviously like they've only got seven points. Three of them were against the defending champions. Like that's, makes it even more ridiculous of a result when you look at it that way. I mean they. I, mean, they, I think. Um, I think the problem is they've had such a long. They have such a like big injury list. Yeah. Like their injury, even in the city game, their injury list was huge. Yeah, they've got like they've got at least five first team players injured, which for any club isn't great, especially when most of their injured players are defensive players, and Norwich are so bad defensively. I think a big thing could be the United game this week. I think that could be a good turning point for either for both teams. Uh yeah, so. I mean, I watched most of that game, and which United? Uh, Manchester, the lesser one. Compared to Sheffield, the the, the uh, lower United in the league. Um, you already ruined it, George, from the start. Yeah, sorry. They're not United this week. They don't yeah, deserve. Not. Well, maybe they, they do. They had, a, they, they had a they had a they had a they had a a better game like. Um, Obviously, everyone's arguing about um, whether the Rashford goal was a foul. I mean, my my, I, I don't know if you guys have seen it. Personally, I don't think it's a foul. He's clipped him. He has kicked him. I mean, the thing is, I can see for me, I can see from both ways why it would why some people would say it's a foul and why other people wouldn't. Because I can see both sides. He's made contact without getting the ball, but he um he literally the thing is he fell on the floor and there's a picture of him holding another uh his other foot to the one that the got kicked. The problem is you, people will show that but like you don't know like how he fell. So even yeah, if yeah, well. the um other foot made contact with he could have gone down worse on the other foot. Did you but, um <clears throat> did you see the comment that um Solskjaer made when he was asked? If it was a foul. Um, I'm guessing he's so, so Liverpool, before the game, uh, in training this week, have been playing basketball. Oh, okay, yeah. And so when Solskjaer was asked, was it a foul? He said, no, no chance. We're not playing basketball. Which I thought was a great comment. I thought well, that was a really snappy, smart comment. Nice little punch in the ribs for... Uh, the Liverpool, I mean, they got a point in the end though. Like the Lana scored, Mane had a goal disallowed. He definitely had. I didn't see it. Was it? Was it, oh okay? Was it definitely handball? I mean, it wasn't on my first time of watching. I'll be honest. Like I thought it was close, but yeah, it definitely hit his arm. Um, like unlike the alley one against Watford, which like hit his shoulder. Like that, that that one was definitely his arm. I mean, I will say the handball rule is still really soft. Like, it's really soft. And I did it's see people like um, Lineker like moaning on Twitter that you know it should it should have stood because it would have stood if far wasn't like a thing. Does that make sense? Oh, but that annoys me because it's just, uh, 
It's a rule. They broke yeah. the rule. It's a handball. Get over it. At the end of the day, is, is, is it, it's a black or white call. Did it hit the hand or arm? Yes. And then it's a handball. It's exactly. the same people can, who complain about the offsides nowadays. Like saying, oh, if it wasn't for VAR, that would have been that would have been good as an offside. But like, yes, but it's still offside. It's yeah, like you, that, I've got who made the analogy. Um, someone made the analogy about how like I was listening to it. They were saying about how you can't be half pregnant. You can't. You can't be a, a little bit pregnant. <laughs> you're either pregnant or you're not pregnant. So you can't be a little bit offside. You can you can either be offside or onside. Yeah, I agree. Like, what if it's stillborn. <laughs> oh my god! Ah, so <laughs> on next week's episode, Noel apologises. <laughs> this is Noel's last oh. podcast after he's been cancelled. <laughs> I'll have his shares. Um, it's not funny. I'm leaving it in. It it, that's yeah. not a funny. That's not. We don't think that stillborn babies are funny. So we'll move on to, yeah, the final section. The Daft Fantasy League. And everyone is still in the same position. I'm still top. Surprisingly. Um, but Niall is now only 10 points behind me. And, uh, George, you're... Yeah, you're, you're about 40 points. Well, it's 41, actually. I can do maths. I'm going to talk um, to you, to be fair. Because you, you, you had a better week than you. Yeah, but you had a worse week than Niall. And Ryan had a, a week where he only scored one less point than you. So he's he's on 399. I'm on 472, just for reference. And then Reese <clears> is 99 <throat> points behind me. He got 38 this week. I was actually the lowest scorer. So, didn't have a great week. I haven't made a sub, I don't think, since... Well, I can actually check, because the team just hasn't changed. Um, since game week one, I genuinely I saved up. Oh no, not game week one. I made a change on game week five, and we're now on game week nine. So I still have I have two subs that I could make, but because we have our um our restrictions, I don't know like all the players that I want to take out. A place that I can't take out because they play for clubs that I have to keep in. Yeah. If that makes sense. Like, I don't want a Man United player in my team. <laughs> I, got, I got quite lucky with my decision-making because I um, <clears throat> there was loads of rumours before the West Ham game that um, Lanzini wasn't going to play because he played so badly against Palace. Uh-huh. Um, but it turned out that Lanzini did start. But luckily I took him out. For um, Daniel James, who got the assist in the um, United game. Ah, oh, see, I took Daniel James out, and so I had points on the bench, and I had Aaron's as well on the bench, and there's the more points I just didn't pick up. So, I never mind. Was saved by the uh, the uh, fancy football gods, um, because Holding didn't play, and I, I, I tracked Holding in just to be like, he might start or he might not. Ah. Uh. And I because my four words I'll chuck holding in, and if Arsenal win, he'll um get points for that. Like if they keep a clean sheet. Um, but then my other my other idea was that if he gets taken out, I'm not that fussed. Um, <clears throat> but luckily he got taken out and replaced with Pinho, who um yes, got six points for clean sheet. Whoever's next on the mm. next to them on the thing that gets put in. Yeah, so. and then um, 
Reese is mocking me before the Arsenal game going, oh, why have you got Henderson in goal? He's not going to keep a clean sheet. He's rubbish. Man, yeah. Clean sheet. <laughs> um, mugged him right off. I, uh, yeah, I made some changes. I saved up for a couple of weeks so I can make two transfers. Um, I now have no money in the bank, but I bought. Um, I just got rid of Van Dyke. Ooh. I know. Ooh. For Alexander. <clears throat> I um. What do you think of that? That's quite good. Alexander. Different. The thing is, they'll both get clean sheets if Liverpool keep clean sheets. But Alexander Arnold yeah. will probably get more goals and assists throughout the season than Van Dyke. I've got Robert. I've got Robertson as well. He's uh, he's scored eight points this week. Uh, Alexander Arnold, however, scored two points this week and is now ill. Yeah, well, I think <clears throat> not stonks. The thing is, with with um, obviously, fancy Premier League, they do the percentages by like 25, 15, 75 percent. Yep. So usually, if there's seventy five percent, it just says illness. The likelihood is they're going to play. They're actually going to play. Yeah, they just got a sniffle, weren't they? Yeah, <laughs> I um, controversial to get Lanzini for my team. So now I'm only down the one West Ham player. Um. And I put in David Did Silva. Aguero not play? Oh, you put in David Silva. Yeah, I have David Silva. He's Aguero. scored 11. Um, my, scored 11 my three striking options in a normal team would be Mamma Mia. i got Aubameyang, Abraham and Firmino. Except... I have... Oh, that's quite good. Um, Aubameyang. I've got Aguero, Kane and Abraham. Except my only issue was but, Firmino and Aubameyang both only got two points this week because they did nothing. Well, Aguero evidently didn't play, so he's been taken out of the team this week and he was the captain. That's he's the vice captain playing... got the double points though, so it's not so bad. That's the trouble though, playing um, City players. Is a Pep never fucking... You know, you don't have a guarantee of who's going to be playing. No. Yeah, well, you literally started course. two centre midfielders as centre-backs this week. Like he's he's on the fucking mad one. You never know who's going to start, and you never know who's who's going to drop. I mean, Still he does have an injury week. list. He does have a yeah. bit of an injury injury list, but yeah, you are right. Like, you don't know if he's actually going to start. Like, you don't know if he's going to start Aguero. He's going to start Jesus because they have option. They have multiple options in every single position. Like, yeah. I took out. I had Bernardo Silva, and he wasn't starting. And I took him out, and then like two weeks later, he scored a hat trick. His first yeah, hat trick in Britain. And I just, but I couldn't have him in there for 8 million well yeah, whatever I was like, you, I was gonna, yeah pounds 8 million pounds when I, I don't know he's actually gonna be starting well it's like how last year I had um, Sterling for a while but Sterling just Pep suddenly decided he was gonna drop him like like literally in, in, with Pep you can score a hat trick one week and the next week he won't play you which is exactly what happened to Bernardo Silva. He literally didn't start the next week. Yeah, like like unless your name's De Bruyne, unless you're De Bruyne or you're Laporte when you're fit, or Edison, or Edison, you you're not guaranteed to start. I, I, yeah. I guess Zinchenko as well. Cause he yeah, that's because they don't have a Zinchenko left back. Over, yeah, he starts him over Mendy. Well, um, Mendy's not fit still. Is he still fit? I thought he was back. I don't, think, I don't think he's fit. Um, but also he's been doing a good job, so you don't need to replace him, do you? Yeah. What, yeah. what I've been hoping is by putting Silver in. Obviously, obviously they have the they have the um, centre back crisis. Uh huh. So at the moment, two is two of the midfielders are guaranteed to start centre back. 
So my hope is, with that happening, someone like Silva will come in for like midfield. And then hopefully they'll score some more points. Yeah. Right. Do you want to end it there? Yeah. We happy? We feel like we've uh, said everything that we need to say this week. Yeah, I'm happy with that. So, rather serious topic this week. Um, and then we've had a little bit of, you know, we've done our normal stuff as well with the, the Sheffield Wednesday and we looked at the results and that sort of thing. So, thank you uh, very much for listening. Um, if you're watching, well, if you're listening on Spotify, make sure you check out our YouTube channel. If you're listening on YouTube, if this is on YouTube, is it going on YouTube? Make sure you check out Spotify. Um, if you follow us on Instagram and you use other forms of social media such as Twitter or Facebook, then uh, you can go find us on there as well. Um, What's our Instagram if they found us on YouTube? What's our Instagram? Yeah, what's our Instagram if they found us on YouTube? Uh, our Instagram is at Delivering Average Football Talk. And our Twitter, really our Twitter is Average underscore FT. And Facebook doesn't have a handle. So if you type in Delivering Average Football Talk, then you should be able to find us. And if you want to email us, it's delivering average football talk at gmail.com so sure nice there you things. go yeah please make sure it's nice things or you can give Arsenal abuse we're fine with that I'm definitely fine yeah, with that. that so thank you um, yeah as long as it's not abuse towards West Ham I'm, I'm happy <laughs> yeah because George George will cry so we don't we yeah, don't want really that funny. we want a happy George um, definitely for yeah we want a happy George for next week right Thank you very much for listening. Um, I've been George. I've been joined by George. Thank you for having me. You're more than welcome. And I've also been joined by Niall. Bye. And uh, we'll see you next Wednesday. Uh, yeah, hopefully. <laughs> Good luck editing, Niall. Unless Ricky gets drunk again. Unless, oh, yeah, there's that. What a mad lad. What a mad lad. He just gets so abusive when he's like this. <laughs> he's a completely different person. <laughs> okay, cut that bit out. Cut that bit out. <laughs> just, just, just end it with me saying what a mad lad and that'll be fine. Oh wait, hang on. Clap to sync. Three, Clap two, to sync audio. One. Brilliant. Well fucking timed. <laughs>